not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Clairol. To know you're the best you can be. of times, it was the worst of times. Who said that? Or what is it from? Seven letters. Oh, you and your crossword puzzle. That's awfully long, isn't it, for a crossword? Seven letters? No. No, no, no. no. A quotation that long. The theme is poets and authors. Oh, I see. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Sounds like the 20s. F. Scott Fitzgerald, you think? thought you said seven letters. Oh, yeah. Fitzgerald? <laughs> Let me think. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. Oh, forget the rest of it. I don't need the rest of it. I just want the author. Seven letters. Dickens. Charles Dickens, Tale of Two Cities. You sure? Well, Dickens is seven letters. Is it fifth? Let me see. Uh, well, who said a little learning is a dangerous thing? Wasn't that Shakespeare? Oh, no, it's only four letters. Alexander Pope. From his essay on criticism, 1688 to 1744. Oh, I'm certainly glad I married an English major. <laughs> You know, when I think of how hard I studied, all the tests I crammed for, all the endless term papers that I wrote, honestly, so what? All that knowledge is good for is helping my husband do crossword puzzles. <laughs> don't complain. At least it's good for something. Well, when I think of the frogs I cut up in zoology, yeah. the hours I spent memorizing the different parts of an earthworm yeah. or butterflies, yeah. certainly doing me a lot of good now. What are you looking for? Our Bartlett's quotations. I always keep it right here on this shelf in the bookcase. It's not there. I was looking for it the other day. Somebody borrowed it. Who? I'm trying to remember. I'll bet it was Evie. She's always borrowing a book and promises faithfully return it. Then I never see it again unless I ask for it. Then she gets very annoyed. Yeah, typical. Why do people get annoyed when you ask them to return something they've borrowed? I don't know. I just said it was typical. I know she's the one who borrowed it. She was having an argument with Fred over some quotation, some poem. Yes, yes, weeks ago. Way last spring, so it was months ago. The curfew tolls the knell of parting day. Four letters. Oh, no. uh... One gray, Thomas Gray, Elegy in a Country Churchyard. Don't you remember Evie called us at midnight one night and woke us both up? She and Fred had gone to bed, too, and they'd gotten arguing about some poem. What was it? Well, they're always arguing about something. Oh, both of them got so furious. I got up and had to come downstairs and get the Bartlett's quotations. You mean it was something you didn't know, the poem? <laughs> no, I think I knew what it was, but Fred wouldn't believe me. And Evie tromped over here at midnight to borrow the book and prove to Fred that he was wrong. You know, Evie would be a lot better off if just once she'd let Fred be right. Well, anyhow, she borrowed the book. I know she did. I'll bring it right back tomorrow, she said. And that was months ago. Gee, that makes me mad. Oh, okay, okay. It's no big deal. Well, it's my book. People don't return books shortly after they've finished with them, then they forget entirely. And then you forget who you gave it to, so the book is gone forever. Don't get so upset about it. Well, Just call Evie up and remind her. I think I will. Well, go ahead. And Elaine borrowed a book a couple of weeks ago. What was that? When you lend oh, books yeah. to people, why don't you write it down? Have a little notebook in the desk so you can keep track. Yeah, well, I mean to. I mean to, but I always think, well, I'll remember they borrowed it, I guess. Yeah. Stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. Oh, Eight letters. Yeah, Lovelace. Richard Lovelace. And when Gene O'Brien was here, John borrowed two books, that paperback one, the White House transcript, and another. What, what, oh, that, oh, that big book. 
That art book, The Treasures in the Hermitage, uh, somebody gave us, remember? They were going to bring them right back. Well, no, get no. on the phone and start rounding up all the books our friends have borrowed. No, I think I will. I'll start with Evie. What'll I say? Well, what do you mean, what'll you say? Just ask her to return our Bartlett's quotations. Well, she certainly had it long enough. Well, now, look, don't be unpleasant about it. They're our next-door neighbors. You know how touchy they both are. Well, I know, but just the same. You know something? Evie also has my Tolstoy's warm teeth. She's never returned that. That must have been a year ago. Probably <laughs> takes her that long to read it. Well, <laughs> makes me so Hello? Oh, hi, Evie. Hi. Ah, uh, listen. <laughs> Bob's doing a crossword puzzle on poets and authors, and we're stuck on some quotations. Oh, yeah? What are you stuck on? Well, uh, several things. But, I mean, the point is, I was wondering if you're through with our Bartlett's quotations that you borrowed months ago. I returned it months ago. Well, Evie, I don't have it. I haven't seen it since you took it. Well, I'm sure I returned it the very next day. In fact, I know I did. I, I remember coming over, and I put it on the hall table. Well, I don't have it. But I... Anyhow, you couldn't have returned it the next day, Evie. You and Fred left the next day for your visit to see Fred's folks. It was their anniversary or something. But I remember... Oh, and since we're talking about books, you also still have my Tolstoy's War and Peace. I mean, I don't mind, Evie, you know, but if you know... Well, as you say... Since we're talking about books, what about our atlas? What atlas? Our world atlas. Bob came over and borrowed that so far back I can't even remember. And Fred asked me the other day if you'd ever brought it back. Why would we borrow your world atlas when we have a perfectly good world atlas of our own? Hold on, hold on just a minute, hold on. Did you ever go over to Evie's and borrow their world atlas? No. Why would I? We've got our own. No, that's just what I said. Evie, mm-hmm. it must have been somebody else who borrowed your atlas, but I will, of course, check all my bookcases to make sure we don't have it. In the meantime, perhaps you could look around for my Bartlett's quotations. I know I returned that. Well, I... But I do have War and Peace, which I will bring back at once, as soon as I finish the dinner dishes. Oh, it doesn't have to be tonight, I'll bring Evie. it back tonight, and I'm so sorry I kept it so long. In the meantime, you might look for our atlas, all right? Look, Evie... See you later. <laughs> Well, she's mad. Well, I don't care. I'm just tired of people who borrow books and don't return them. One thing I can say for myself, whatever other faults I have, I do not borrow books and keep them. What are you doing? I'm making a list of people who borrowed our books, and I'm calling them on giving the books back. Oh, we won't have any friends left. Yeah, I don't care. I want my books back. In the meantime, you start looking through the bookcases to make sure we don't have their world atlas. But I never borrowed their atlas. All right, let's make sure. Come on now, before Evie gets over here. everywhere, and I can't even find our world atlas. Well, that's up in Debbie's room. She was using it for school. But look what I found going through the bookcase. What? Among other things, a book, American Humorist, and inside the cover it says Charles Doty. Chick Doty? Yes. Why, we haven't seen them for ten years. Not since they moved I've away. Been. Well, I borrowed it, and I remember borrowing it ten years ago. <laughs> Isn't well, that... you can mail it to them with a cute, funny oh, note. I feel <laughs> terrible. And where did we get this one? Elizabeth Barrett Browning's son is the Portuguese. Isn't that yours? No, mine's upstairs in my bookcase in the bedroom. All the poetry is. Look at the flyleaf. Do you recognize the name or the handwriting? Brian. Love, Brian. Oh. Christmas, 1966. We don't know any Brians, do we? No, not that I can read what it says. To my darling, how much do I love thee? These sonnets will tell you better than I. All my love, dearest one, Brian. 
Why, this book must have meant a great deal to somebody. How come we have it? Well, search me. And here's one with a printed book plate. If I'm borrowed, take me back, for I belong to Betty Black. She was a friend of mine my last year in college, anthology of world prose. I remember going into her room and borrowing it for a term paper I was writing. Promising to bring it right back, of course. Of course. I can even remember her saying, gee, I hate to let this out of my hands. It's one of my favorites. Well, have you kept in touch with her? No, I have no idea what happened to her. But somewhere in this wide, wide world, she thinks of me and hates me. I don't blame her either. Oh, that must be Evie. Oh, dear. Come on in. Hi, Evie. Come on in. I owe you an apology. We don't have your atlas, but here are three murder mysteries that belong to you. And the history of Egypt that I borrowed, all of which reminded me that I also have this cookbook, which is yours. I am eating humble pie. Well, you better save a piece for me. Here's your Bartlett's quotations. Oh, no. <laughs> you borrowed all these from Evie and never returned them? I can't believe it. I can't either. I, 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 I really thought I was so careful about returning books. I, uh, really, I'm just full of apologies, Evie. I really am. So am I. You know, I decided to go through our bookcases and see what else I haven't returned. Well, that's what I'm doing. Look at the pile I've found so far. It's terrible. Oh, as far as the world atlas is concerned. Yeah? Yeah, well, Fred remembered that it was Richard Magruder who borrowed it. Oh, no. Mm. Well, he and Jeanette were looking up something in Australia, and they moved last month, so we'll never get our atlas back. You can borrow ours. <laughs> if you girls will excuse me, I'll get back to my crossword puzzle. Oh, oh that's all right. I've got to get back. Fred and I are going over the checkbook, and he's already fit to be tied because I haven't filled out my check stuff. Oh, we go through that all the time. Here, 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 take oh, your oh, book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. Hi, sure. I'll call you in the morning, and again, my apologies, Evie. And mine. <laughs> What's the matter? She still did not bring back my book, Tolstoy's War and Peace. <laughs> Sandy Wright. In 1966, I was in a Miss Clearall commercial. Then it was, does she or doesn't she? Today, she still does. I love my hair. After nine years, yes, nine years of using Miss Clearall cream formula, it's in great condition. Terrific body, easy to manage, and if I have any gray, who knows? Miss Clearall cream formula. It's the hair color professionals use. The best it can be at any price. Look for Miss Clearall to know you're the best you can be. Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same? Well, ban roll-on antiperspirant may just change your mind. Take effectiveness, for instance. Tests have shown that ban roll-on antiperspirant will actually help stop wetness better than most leaving sprays. Make your own test soon. Pick up a bottle of ban roll-on, and you may discover what we've shown in tests. Ban roll-on antiperspirant, proof that not all antiperspirants are created equal. The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Dan Rolon, America's leading roll-on antiperspirant. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.